Thanks for joining us. This is Linux at Work Zero. I'm your host, John Shire, here with my co-host, Chester Wisniewski. How's it going, Chester? Pretty good, John. Uh, this is the inaugural episode of our podcast, Linux at Work, and we thought we'd spend a few minutes chatting about why we're doing this, what it's about, uh, why you might want to listen, that kind of thing. And, and both of us, uh, I think, you know, kind of spawning this whole idea was that we're using Linux professionally in a lot of capacities now. We're using it in the server room. You and I are both desktop users. And so we thought we'd kind of share some of the tips and all the, you know, things that you stumble over along the way, right? Like, you know, you've got to be able to work with Exchange and the cloud and all these different things. And, you know, how do, how do you get Linux to fit into a business environment that was designed for Windows? That's right. We both use currently for our uh, day jobs, we use Arch Linux. And, uh, you know, it was a bit of a struggle to get all the way there, specifically for me being um, um, new again. I guess I, I kind of call myself a born again Linux user. But, uh, you know, with the advent of a lot of the CYOD, BYOD, whatever you want to call it, people bringing in their own hardware and, and really being left up to their own devices in terms of, you know, what kind of operating system do you want to use? And, Windows has been the mainstay, obviously, in business for such a long time with uh, Apple Macs now really coming into the environment a lot more prominently. And, and with again, with this, uh, this ability for people to choose which hardware they want to bring in, it, it introduces another piece, which is what software they want to use. And so, you know, we chose Linux. And uh, that's why we're doing this podcast is to say, all right, well, here's our choice. Here's the, here are the things that we had to consider and, and some of the things that we've tried out along the way. And we want to pass that knowledge back on to, uh, to the listeners. Yeah, I think it's part of the beauty of this whole movement of going to the cloud and now having Androids and iPhones and iPads and Macs and all the stuff out there is that we're not necessarily baked into this proprietary world that we used to be back in the 90s in particular. Uh, the, the, these choices that enable this new technology mean that we actually have true choice on the desktop, which is brilliant for those of us that are fans of free Libra open source software. And uh, we're going to kind of, you know, go through the bits of uh, how we tackle integrating with the people who aren't quite as enlightened as we are and are still in the proprietary world. Now, for folks that uh, may not know us, uh, my name's Chester Wisniewski. I I've been in security for many years um, as a professional uh, uh, skill, but on top of that, I've been a Linux and Unix user going back to the mid to late 1980s, and uh, not all of that time professionally have I been able to use Unix and Linux, but I've always been using it as some component of my professional lifestyle, whether that be related to security and hacking or simply running my own web servers and blogs and this kind of thing. And so, you know, all combined. Uh, you know, I've got a bit of history in the Unix and Linux space, and uh, that's one of the reasons to inspire me to, to try to hopefully get the word out to other people who are interested in doing the same. Yeah, and on my side, I used to dabble in Linux slash Unix uh, quite a while ago, uh, and then really took the, the normal corporate route of, you know, using Windows for uh, the majority of my professional career, as well as uh, spending a little bit of time on the Mac platform. And, and only recently, sort of, I guess it would be the last three years or so, have I dove headfirst into the, the Linux pool, and I've been using it exclusively both at home and uh, for work as well. So, um, you know, I, that's why I alluded earlier to being a born-again Linux user, because I, I'm not unfamiliar with the platform, I'm not new to the platform, but it, I, I've taken a substantial hiatus from it that uh, some of it does feel a little bit new for myself. So it's it's fun to be back into it, and I, I, I sort of have that um, a bit of a fresh eyes perspective as well when it comes to some of the stuff that we're testing and, and trying out. 
Yeah, and as to the format of this podcast, uh, you know, when we get into the the official versions that are higher numbers than zero, the idea is to kind of uh, have two segments. Uh, the primary thing to begin with will be just a bit of news that affects people that are using Linux professionally. So while I may be personally very interested in gaming on Linux and other things like that, the, the, the point of this podcast is to focus on business stuff and seeing, you know, what hardware is supported, uh, what things are changing with applications that help us integrate with instant messaging and email and cloud services and uh, CRMs and all the different stuff that we have to use in the business world uh, to get our, our lives sorted. And then the second half um, is going to involve a lot of reviews and tutorials. So uh, John and I discussed that the, the idea that we'll probably go about things and say, hey, let's pick a topic, you know, mail clients. And then we'll break that down into some bits and pieces and say, uh, let's pick a very uh, popular one and we'll both live it for a week or two, do a proper full-on review of it, maybe compare and contrast between one another. But then maybe we'll, we'll each also take on one or two obscure ones uh, and just give our personal opinions of those as well where we may not uh, do as much of a deep dive, but you know, just share our thoughts and provide some perspective. That's right, and we don't want to be all business all the time, obviously. But uh, so we'll have a little bit of fun when it comes time to doing the news section, uh, talk about some of the current Linux stuff happening and, and maybe throw in some some other stuff as well. Uh, and, and to echo what you said, sure, when when we get to the uh, the actual meat of the podcast, if you will, um, it'll be fun to just look at and compare some of our notes when it comes to the different ways of doing things. And so what we really want the user to get out of this or the listener to get out of this is, um, you know, a, a bit of a manual on how to get from a bare metal uh, box to a fully working, fully configured Linux system that is, is ready to be taken into a, a working environment. Um, that said, we've decided that we will be settling on a, a baseline distro for doing most of our testing. This way, the, the average or new Linux user can, can dive right in and, and you know, be in, they can be sure that the stuff that we're going to be testing is going to work out of the box and there's not going to be too much tweaking and it won't be a, you know, the Arch Linux science project type of, uh, of experience that we've, uh, we've been dealing with for, for the last few years. Now, I want to go back to something that, that you said a moment ago. You, you kind of suggested that it wasn't going to be all business and I'm a little shocked that you're comparing our brand new podcast to a mullet, uh, you know, that somehow we're, we're business in the front and party in the back. But I, I, I do get the idea that maybe that isn't such a, a bad idea that we, we can have some fun with this, but the, there's a important work to be done. And, and on the distro front, you know, the de facto thing in the Linux world for quite some time has been Ubuntu, which has got a lot of backlash uh, the last year or two with a lot of uh, commercial decisions that have been made by the organization behind it, Canonical. And so I'm kind of leaning toward thinking we might, say, use Mint as a desktop standard and, uh, you know, on the server side, it's pretty hard to ignore Red Hat slash CentOS. And so that's probably the direction I was planning on going. But, you know, we appreciate your feedback. So if you're listening to this, uh, certainly give us your thoughts. Uh, as John said, you know, we probably don't want to go too deep down the, the rabbit hole for folks that are um, looking for advice. They probably aren't experts compiling their own kernels and this kind of thing. So we may not go down the road of, say, Gentoo and Arch as a standard, although we certainly wouldn't ignore them. As a Canadian and a hockey player, the malt has been the haircut of choice for decades now, so I would, uh, wouldn't would be making fun of that too much. Yeah, so when it comes to those, those distros, I think we, we both agree fairly well on, on the, the two that are probably going to be the mainstays. But that said, we will be diving into 
uh, just the different distros that exist out there, the different distros that are used for uh, some of the some nuance with with a few distros here that some of them are geared more towards you know underpowered hardware, some are geared more towards uh, specific functions. So we'll we'll discuss that in a future podcast, and you know that's that's something that um, I you know we could go into right now is is, is really the the what you can expect to hear from us in the upcoming podcasts. Um, obviously, a distro talk will be one of them. We'll be discussing things like, you know, what kind of bootloaders do you want to use? What kind of file systems do you want to use? Uh, what's it like to work with Exchange along with many other things? Yeah, and exactly. I think we're going to begin with some kind of a, a bit of a Linux boot camp, even though it's not specific to using Linux in the work environment. We'll start with, you know, a lot of the decisions that have to be made building a modern system, especially now that things like Windows 8 have introduced uh, you know, password protected bootloaders or, or, or digitally signed bootloaders and this kind of stuff like, you know, what, what file systems do you pick? What do you need to do for compatibility with your other equipment? You know, maybe your backup laptop is a MacBook Pro or um, God forbid a Lenovo would we'll definitely dive into a Lenovo topic because uh, I know, John, you've had quite the trials and tribulations with that. Uh, I guess if we're, if we're going out there looking for sponsorship, Lenovo is probably not high on the list of organizations to call. Um, but, you know, there are lots of different pitfalls along the way, and that's what we're going to be trying to help everybody navigate. And we hope you join us uh, for this journey because uh, after the last several years, it's been a pretty good run for me. I I'm very happy and reliably using Linux everywhere, and I hope to encourage others to do the same. I wish I could say the same thing about reliability, but as you alluded to earlier, I'm, I am indeed using a Lenovo. So I'll just leave that right there. This was Linux at Work Zero. And to contact us, uh, please visit linuxatwork.org. Uh, you can send us an email with your thoughts about what we should do to hosts at linuxatwork.org. And you can also follow us on Twitter at Linux at Work. <laughs> You got everything gonna be everyone gotta be everyone Don't say you got anything gotta be everything gonna be everything But I don't know what I need but I don't know what I want But all I do know is I want me some But I don't know what I need but I